Live from Jerusalem, you're at Kodesh, the holy city of Jerusalem. Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of EOU, this is Naftali Herman. As always, it's great to be back with each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining the program, for making it a part of your day on, well, I guess it depends where you are. For most of you, it's Yom Sheni, the 27th day of the month of Adar, although the Nerd Israel is currently already Yom Shlishi. 28th day of Adar. Thanks to all of our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support. Today's call is dedicated to Zecher Nishmat, Esther, Tehillah, Abbas, Rav Gabriel, Pinchas. Sponsor upcoming programs, please visit ou.org forward slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a dedication for tomorrow's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce our Vichatzel Freundlich of Congregation Beth Shalom in Lawrence, New York, the Shir Debrechizlik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Freundlich, slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Harek Chav, Chav Gimel, Chuk, Chav Aleph, and Chav Lamed. These are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. Will be followed by the Mishaberach of Solem, of the sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are davening for, and Rabbi Freundlich will conclude with the recitation of Achenim. Amongst Ochole Yisrael, please continue to keep the following four young children in mind in your Tfilos, Rafael Chaim, Ben Timarezel, Chaim Lev, and Ora Yael, Eitan Moshe Chaim, Ben Esther, and Rafael Nisan, Ben Gabriela Esther. The Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Thank you very much, Rabbi Herman. I just have to begin by saying a kola kavo to all of you still listening. Every time Rabbi Herman tracks me down and asks me to do this, and I know how many other rabbis are in between my sessions, I know how much time has gone by between the times that I've been able to do this and that there is such a large group of people who are interested in making time every day, one o'clock, to listen in is astounding and a great tribute to all of Klal Yisrael. So Kolokavot to all of you listening. I do have to mention... Uh, tonight will be the yard site of my wife's grandfather, Yitzchak ben Moshe HaKohen, and I want to uh, include that in our learning, uh, and a shout-out to my in-laws listening in West Hampstead. One of the many foods that are affiliated with uh, the Jewish people, all of our Yom Tovim and our days have foods. We are so food-centric as a Jewish people, but one of them which doesn't really get enough attention is salt. One can debate if that actually even counts as a food item, but salt plays such a prominent role in this week's Pasha. We begin Sefer Vayikra, the book of all of Karbonos, sacrifices and offerings, and the Pasuk tells us in, in this week's Pasha that salt has to be a staple. Every single time something is brought as an offering in the Beis Hamikdash, whether it be a flower offering, whether it be an actual animal offering, v'chol karbon b'melach timlach, there must always be salt, always together with that offering. It's a bris, the covenant that Hashem made with salt that there will always be salt brought in the basement, which we still today, our tables, which are like a mikdash ma'at, always have salt on the table as we begin a meal. What's the deal with the salt? Why does salt have to always be present? So Rashi quotes a fascinating medrash. The medrash says that this covenant with salt dates all the way back to the six days of creation. On the second day when Hashem separated Bein Mayim Lemayim, He created the upper waters and the heavens and the lower waters which formed the oceans and the water of the earth. 
And when that was done, the lower waters had a complaint. They didn't want to go. Here they were, part of this unified mass up in the heavens, close to Hashem, and now Hashem wants to create this world, and He wants to put the water, some of the water down here with us. And they said, no deal, we don't want to go down there. So Hashem made them a haftacha, Rashi says, a promise. He promised the waters that they too will be brought one day in the Beis HaMikdash as a holy offering in two forms. On Sukkot, there's a special water libation. And the second form is in salt. Salt, which is derived from the ocean water. That would be the consolation to the lower waters that they were sent down here against their will, unwillingly. But Hashem promised them that they'll have an opportunity to be on the Mizbeach in the form of salt and on Sukkot in the water libation. That's the Medrash that Rashi quotes, why we have the covenant of salt. Maral points out, whenever you have a Medrash like this, requires an explanation. What is the meaning? What is the message of lower waters fighting against Hashem, not wanting to go down, needing to be put on the Mizbeach? There's so much to be said on this. Maral, I want to share two of his, of his comments. Number one, he says, the reason why the Medrash points out the lower waters didn't, lower waters can't really speak. They don't really have opinions. But the message here is that this goes against the grain, pun intended, of the way the world is supposed to work. The way the world is supposed to work, the Moral says, is everything is lehis alos tamid. It's always rising. Everything is supposed to be going up. Everything is supposed to getting, be, becoming closer to Hashem. And this, was hefechabriya, it's the backwardsness, it's the total opposite of the way that things are supposed to be, that something from above is now being sent down below. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. It's that everything is supposed to want to go up, it's wanting to be pulled upwards. There's this constant clash in, in the world we live in. Forces like gravity pull us down, earthliness, but really the spirit always just wants to be rising, wants to be getting closer. And so the lower water said, no deal, we don't want to go down there. You can't do this to us. Hashem made him a promise. He said, when you go down there, you'll have an opportunity also to go up. And for you, it's going to be a unique opportunity that's going to teach my people everything they're going to need to know. The Moral says, because you're going to go down and then you're going to be yiknu hayis alas. You're going to acquire the ability to go up. Meaning, you're going to go down and then from the depths, you'll be able to rise up, which is a totally different experience than the upper waters who were always up here. Some of the Rishonim, the Ran, points out, you know, sometimes a person gets sick, he says, and then when they heal, they come back stronger than they were beforehand. doesn't always work that way, we all know, but very often, a person goes through a trauma or a trial or tribulation, and you come out stronger on the other side. It's true in relationships. Sometimes a relationship can have a rocky patch, and when a couple or business partners, whatever the case may be, can address the problem that was there that caused the dip in the relationship, they're able to address it. You can come out on the other side stronger, closer, more committed than you were even before the rift. And the same is true in our spiritual lives. person is cruising along, and then there's a spiritual crisis, if you will, some type of misstep, uh, a stumbling in the spiritual sense. And a person who's able to recognize it and say, well, this is life. We're human beings. We're not perfect. And from the error, strengthens themselves, commits to themselves, commits to Hashem and His Torah. In a way, they come out stronger 
than they were in cruise control before the event ever happened that precipitated the entire thing. And the message, the morale says, of the salt is that there were waters that were sent down here, away from Hashem, away from the spiritual realms that they started, with an ability to then be placed on the Mizbeach. From that lower waters, there's going to be something that's going to be brought as a carbon on every carbon, in fact, will have the salt in it, from the heights down to the depths, but then brought back to the heights, and that's a unique place that you can only get through that entire experience, and that's to teach each and every one of us don't, when we stumble, which will always happen because we're human beings, it's an opportunity to come out stronger. It's an opportunity to recognize, wait, I don't have to stay down here. I don't have to remain in this rut that I've gotten myself into or this stumbling that I've fallen into. I can pick myself up, and when we do so, we're able to then rise even higher. Point number one, the makes. he makes a second point, and he says there's a reason why it's specifically that way, where a person sometimes gets low, and then only from there can they rise up even higher. And that is the idea that the entire structure is, is worked out. I'll, I'll introduce this with, I'm sure the holy Jews on this call are not really following college basketball and the NCAA tournament that's going on. But if you are aware of the fact that there is a major college basketball tournament going on, you are also aware that as people tune in, every team is rated and ranked. And there's a sense whenever you watch, you always root for the underdog. It's an amazing phenomenon. People can walk into the room. They don't care about any team. They don't even care about basketball. I just want to know who's the favorite team, and I want to root for the other guy. I want to root for the underdogs. I want to root for the team that's not supposed to win. That is one of the most Jewish values because it comes directly from Hashem himself. The Maral writes it in the language that the Midah, is Eitzel Hashem Yisbarach, this is always found near Hashem, that he always chooses the near daf, the one that's pursued, the one that's weak, the one that's supposed to lose. It comes directly from Apostle Elokim Yivakesh near daf, that's always what Hashem seeks out. And it's pointed out, that's why all of the karbanos, all of the animals that are brought, the Gemara says, are only from animals that are pursued, and never from an animal that chases and eat another animal. Never. There's never such a thing where a predator is brought. Only the ones that are pursued. That's why we have Torim and Bnei the pigeons and the doves and of the animals, it's sheep and it's goat and it's calves and cattle but never the type of animal that uh, eats another animal. That's why you need a shepherd for your sheep and your goats because they need to be protected. And Klal Yisrael is a near daf, is a, is a nation that has always been pursued. Hashem Ro'i Lo Echsar, which is how we refer to Hashem as our shepherd. And we're a nation that needs protection. And Hashem Yivakesh near daf. Hashem is one who always pursues that. Why is that? So there's also such a fascinating insight. Because the one who's the predator, the one who's in attacking mode, has a standing, so to speak, in this world, in the world of Gashmias, in the world of the mundane, of physicality, the world that we live in, he has dominion. The one who's pursued is if like, this isn't my place. This isn't my world. The Jewish people are always like, this is, this is not our place. This is a world of might. It's a world of strength. We're a people of spiritual pursuits. And we're almost as if we are out of place in this world and always pursued. 
And therefore, Hashem always seeks after the one who's pursued, and we have that trait within us. It could be in this silly thing of sports, we always look for the underdog. We want that person to be able to win, but it really comes from a much deeper place. That's our relationship as Jews with the world around us. We don't have dominion in this world. This isn't our place. We're in this world only to prepare for the next world. Which is, by the way, why the last 75 years have been so complicated as redemption is coming close, as the Jews have returned to the land of Israel, as, our, uh, as the nation in Israel, the economy, the technology, the army, the shekel, as all of those things are gaining strength. For 2,000 years, we've always been a near daf. We've been the one pursued. This is one of the first times since the Beis HaMikdash where there's power and strength. And it's, we're not used to it as a Jewish people. We're trying to figure out how to make that work. And certainly we have not done a great job PR-wise, that's for sure. And it's, it's a new place for us. It's a new place of strength. And it's the sign of the in, uh, of coming redemption. It should be soon and right around the corner. But we see all of these steps along the way. There's a whole... Our whole approach has been shifted on its head uh, within the last uh, short period of time, 75 years. Like you can't even say 75 years because we haven't been in a position of strength all 75 of those years. But that's an amazing thing. All of this represented by the covenant of salt, that which was taken from above, from the higher upper worlds, brought down to the lower worlds. And from there, from there, shafel, low, down, uh, uh, humbled, from there, it gets its place on the Mizbeach itself. From there, it gets its place with all the other offerings. There can never be an offering without the salt because that becomes a, a, a critical part. The message is to us. We go down. It happens to every single person in relationships, in our spiritual life. And then it's a matter of coming back up, using that to become a place of strength and recognizing always we take care of those who are otherwise pursued. We take care of them because that's the role that we understand. This is not our world. It's our, it's our, we, we, it's not a might makes right in this world around us. We want to be a place of spiritual people and elevate this world, all of which is symbolized by the covenant of salts, which we have until today, as I mentioned, on our tables as well. One of the most Jewish of foods that we have, the bris, the covenant of salt. We should all be privileged to always take every opportunity to rise up to be rising ourselves in our spiritual realms as best as we can, given all the circumstances that we have, and become closer and closer to Hashem in every way possible. Let us say some Tehillim together. We will begin with Perek Chaf, chapter 20. Yizkor kol min chosecha, ve'olosecha yidash nesela. Yitain lecha chil vavecha, ve'cholotasecha yimalei. Niran yinav yishuasecha, uv'shem Eloheinu nidgol. Yimalei adunoi kol misha'alosecha. Ato yodati ki hoshia adunoi mishicho. Yaneo mishmei kodcho, bigvuros yesha yimino. Adunai Rui Lo 
Nafshi Yishove, Yan Chaini Vimagle Tedek, Liman Shimo, Gam, Ki Eilech, Begates Al Moves, Lo Iroro, Ki Ato Imodi, Shiftaho Mishantech, Hemo Yenachamuni, Taroch Lefonai Shulchan, Nagel Toyriroy, Lishanto Vasham and Roshi Kosi Rivoyo, Achtov Vocha said Yirdifuni, Koyeme Chayoy, Vishavtivisadunoy Hine lo yonum velo yishan shoymer yisroel. Adunoy shoymerecha, adunoy tzilucha al yad yiminecha. Yoymam ha-shemesh lo yakeka v'yareyach balayla. Adunoy yishmar cha mikol ra yishmar es nafshecha. Adunoy yishmar tzayscha uvoecha me'ato v'yadudam. Lastly, Kuf Lamid, 130. Shir Hamalos, Mima Makim Kirasicha Adunai, Adunai Shima Abikoli, Tiena Oznecha Kashuvos, the Koltachanunai, Im Avonos Tishmaria Adunai, Mia Amod, Kim Hoasani Holiman Tivare, Ivisi Adunai Kivisonashi, Vilidvaro Hosholti. Nafshila do noi me shoimerim la boker, shoimerim la boker. Yachel Yisrael el adunoi, ki im adunoi hachasad, verbeimo fidus. Vu yiftas Yisrael mikol avonosav. Saitimi shabayrach for cholim, I will pause so everyone can add names of those who need a refuah in the appropriate place. Mishaverach Avoseinu, Avraham Yitzchak V'Yakov, Moshe Aron David Ushlomo, Huivarech V'Rapeyetz HaCholim. Avor Shanachnu Mispalale Mavuram, Vishar Zakadosh Baruchu, Yimale Rachamim Aleyahem, Lahakalimamul Raposam, Lahakazikamul Hachayosam, Bishlach Lohem, Mehera, Rufushlema, Minhashamayim, Lucholevere Molochol Gideyem, Tarshar, Hole Yisrael, Rufusa Nefesh, Rufusa Gof, Hashtabagalov is man Kariv, and Oymar Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Freundless. Look forward to having you back on the program. Please God in the year Hashem and in the near future. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refua for all those in need will be answered with Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. 
Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, safe stay.